Watch podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch podcast, we're going to be discussing an upcoming conference. It's the Silage for Beef Cattle Conference that focused on small grains and will be set for March 17th. This conference is going to be held both virtually and in person at the Eastern Nebraska Research and Extension Center. To discuss this conference, I'm joined today by Dr. Mary Janowski, who's a Nebraska Extension Beef System Specialist. Thanks for joining me today. Aaron, I'm glad to have the opportunity to talk about this upcoming conference. Mary, as we've looked at small grains and the real increase we've seen in cover crops, I would say over the last 10 years in Nebraska, I think there's increasing interest in the possibility of harvesting small grains as silage, and that's the focus of this conference. Tell more about the content that's going to be provided in the conference, some of the presenters that are going to be there, and what do you think producers may get as they come and have the questions for how they can produce a high-quality silage from small grains? Yeah, well, I do think, um, as you mentioned, the, the interest has been increasing in using these small grains for silage because they fit really well into many of our crop rotations. Uh, we can plant you know, something like rye or winter wheat or winter triticale in the fall and then be able to harvest them in the spring before we plant um, another warm season crop. And so one of the things that's really come up is there's been a lot of questions about how to do it the most uh, cost effectively, how to capture the highest quality and or quantity, uh, depending on what their goals are of forage. And then also, you know, things like how do we do this um, to where uh, we retain as much feed value as possible. So the, the speakers that we have lined up are some of the nation's experts on using um, small grains uh, for silage. And we kind of selected topics based off of common questions we got. So we have one speaker that will be on the agronomic management of small cereals. And so they're really talking about, you know, what should our fertilization program look like? What should seeding rates look like? Um, how does it fit into our cropping system? And what other key considerations uh, should you have when you're when you're thinking about planning this? Then the next question is is that's kind of being targeted is when uh, to harvest uh, small cereal silages, and and that's really talking about that balance between uh, the quality and the quantity, and talking about how depending on stage the result that you're going to get is going to differ and, and really starting to dig into what is that balance look like and, and how might you be able to decide um, this is the key time for me based off of my goals. Then the another speaker that we have is on why fermentation analysis is important and what it means. And I think that one is anybody who's looked at uh, getting back a feed analysis uh, you know, there's a lot of numbers there. How do I actually use that to make decisions either in how I feed that or in making decisions about what would I change in the future about how I produce the small cereal silage? In this case, fermentation analysis can tell you a lot about how things went in terms of you put it in the silo and what happened and maybe uh, what went well and maybe what things were a challenge that you need to focus on in the future. So um, we have a speaker from the University of Wisconsin 
who is also a uh, director of uh, Rock River Labs. So he's going to kind of help us understand what's going on there. Then we have another speaker who is really, really good on getting down to the fundamentals of silage harvest management. So helping you understand what things you really need to consider and how to think through, like, uh, what are the impacts, for instance, uh, if I don't get it packed well enough. And that is really, really difficult with small cereal silages, especially in the later maturities, because you have a hollow stem. So thinking through things like, what's the chop length I need? Um, how does moisture impact that? Uh, what does covering do? And thinking about bagging versus making a pile or putting it in a bunker and how all those decisions might impact ultimately feed value as well as the, the cost of um, making that small cereal silage. And then the one I'm really excited about is, is that Lehman Kung, who is from the University of Delaware, but is the, I would say, probably a world expert on inoculants, is going to talk about selection of inoculants for small cereal grain silage. So when should you use them? Um, what inoculants work best? Under what situations? So for instance, depending on what your goals are, and depending on um, the situation in which you harvest, your choice of inoculants uh, should vary. And he's going to kind of help uh, help us understand how to make those decisions, as well as how to talk to um, your custom chopper. Because I know a lot of people use a custom chopper, and uh, the custom chopper is typically the one that selects the inoculant. So it's, it's about having those discussions and making sure that you are getting the most bang for your buck, so to speak. The other uh, topic that we have is uh, really economics and return on investment for um, using uh, small cereal silages in grower as well as finisher rations. So most of the content is going to be, uh, of all of the speakers, is, is going to be relevant to cow-calf grower and um, finishers. This particular topic is going to focus mostly on grower and finishers and really talk about um, selecting uh, forage uh, quality and, and what that might do. And then the last one is going to be a, uh, a panel of uh, producers, nutritionists, and a custom harvester to really talk about uh, kind of the, the ins and out of making small grain silage work for producers. So the idea there is, you know, boots on the ground, uh, people really talking about what they do and how they use it. Mary, I'm really pleased about the content that you have. I think for many producers, small grain silage is attractive because of some of the options it provides, the ability to harvest it and get it off the field more quickly, and then give the opportunity to come back with a second crop. I would also say that I think making small grain silage, as you said, can be very challenging in that getting it packed well, getting it harvested at the right stage presents, I think, sometimes a little more challenge than what we see with corn silage. Oh, for sure. Uh, so one of the things that we have done over the past two years is actually work with uh, producers and get samples at harvest as well as after fermentation of their small cereal silages just to see what's been going on and then to collect uh, survey information from those producers about uh, their production practices. And one of the most interesting things that we have seen is that about 40% of the samples uh, that we collected were too wet 
when they were put into the silo. We do see that that was correlated with an increase in a loss of energy value, also an increase in um, a particular acid, butyric acid, which can cause um, some issues with palatability as well as can, can signal that you have some bacteria in that silage that can cause um, issues or disease with the animals. And so I think moisture management is definitely something that uh, is a challenge and something that uh, producers have to really focus on. And then the other really interesting one was indeed we took density samples of those piles and um, it is very, very hard to get small, small grain silages uh, packed well enough to eliminate um, the oxygen at the level that we would want to. Um, so I'm really interested to hear what our speaker is going to say about using bags, for instance, and what the value might be, because it might be different for small cereal silage than um, for corn silage, because corn silage is so much easier to get packed. Um, it's so much easier uh, to harvest at the right moisture. And I realize people still have challenges with that one. The other thing is, as you mentioned, it's hard to hit the, at the time you're really targeting. And that's because small grain silages change so quickly. They go from one stage to another stage uh, within uh, a week. And so uh, if you see that you're at the stage you're actually wanting to harvest uh, and it rains, um, what you actually uh, get it harvested at is completely different. And so those are some of the things we're actually going to talk through and talk about how to make some of those decisions and, and what to do with backup plans. Because if you're shooting for soft dough, for instance, that really can maximize the energy value uh, that you are harvesting per acre. But one of the downsides is that you can very easily get into hard dough. And at that point, you actually don't have enough moisture. So I said, a lot of people struggle with too much moisture, but we also have this other issue if we get too late in terms of harvesting that we don't have enough to get it fully fermented. So it's, it's definitely going to be a balancing act. And that's one of the great things about this conference is you're going to hear uh, from a lot of people who um, have worked with this and you'll be able to learn from them uh, what they might suggest. This would be an observation. I'm not sure this is accurate. I'd like you to weigh in on it, but I think, you know, we talk about corn silage and people purposefully plant different stages of maturity to lengthen the harvest window. You know, we, we don't see that as much, or at least from my perspective, I don't see that as much with small grain silage. You maybe have a whole field of rye or triticale or, or wheat. Is anything like that going to be talked about around thinking through maybe planning uh, timing of seeding and also planning different small grains to maybe give you a little more flexibility as you think about when you harvest? Yeah, so um, I think that's one of the questions for the agronomic management of small cereals. Uh, planting date may or may not uh, have a huge impact on when a plant reaches a certain stage because that tends to be about the um, heat units that it's exposed to. Um, so if we're talking about fall planting. Now, if you're talking about spring planting, that's another option. So you could have some combination of fall planting and spring planting to extend that window. The other option that uh, will be discussed is, is thinking through uh, species, right? So rye versus triticale versus wheat and varieties. 
um, all can have impacts on uh, when it might be ready. So selecting a, a forage variety and selecting, let's say, even like a grain variety of rye will have an impact on when it hits the various stages. So you could even have within the same species some differences in when they're ready just by planting different varieties. So some of those things will be discussed. I do think there are opportunities. One of the challenges though is that if you don't have your own harvest equipment, uh, then we run into the issue of, you know, harvesting when the harvester is there. <laughs> and so that's some of the other things that we might discuss is when to when to target that and how to balance that timing so that uh, you do get to achieve your desired outcome. Anything else on this topic that you think would be valuable for producers as they consider attending and participating in this conference? Yeah, well, uh, one of the things we ask is that people pre-register by uh, March 2nd and uh, as a part of the registration, there is actually a question on there um, asking for any uh, questions or any information that you would really like to see. And that is being um, given to uh, the presenters with the hopes that um, we'll provide uh, even more valuable information based off of the feedback of the participants. So uh, feel free to go ahead and, and register now. Uh, earlier the better and uh, in particular the earlier the better because then we're giving our presenters more of a heads up on those types of questions that we really want to have answered. Thanks again for joining me today. Well I appreciate being here and I hope um, to see more of your listeners at our at our conference. So for more information on the conference that we discussed today you can find that at the beef.unl.edu website. Again, the title of the conference is Silage for Beef Cattle Conference, Small Grain Silage Set for March 17th. If you go into that article, there is a link there to go in and pre-register for the conference. And would encourage you to do that. Again, you can attend in-person and the in-person conference will be held at the Eastern Nebraska Research and Extension Center. And then they're also offering a virtual option, whichever option best fits you, you can participate. So again, that's at beef.unl.edu. If you have an interest, would encourage you to go ahead and register soon so that you can take advantage of submitting questions and giving the presenters opportunity to give feedback on those.